Hello, welcome to Spotlight, an illuminated turnip lantern of imagination. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, we drop into a wonderful exhibition in Port St Mary, and at last get to have a chat with gallery owner Eben. Hear how Litfest 23 went and their early plans for next year. And after a year's holiday, the Poetry Trail is back. Remember, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you might be involved in, planning, hoping to create, would really like to put in this spotlight. Poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, film, mime and all the others I've no doubt forgotten. Just email spotlight at manxradio.com or howardkane at manxradio.com. I read them all and I promise I'll get back one way or another. It'd be lovely to hear from you. So first off, we've been trying to get around all of the island's art galleries here on Spotlight over the last year or two, and up until now we still haven't got round to Studio 42 in Port St Mary. But at last we have got there for a chat, and happily also for a wonderful exhibition. You can hear the background uh, busy exhibition here today. It is dropped down south to come and see the latest exhibition from the wonderful Eileen Share. I've managed to nab her very quickly because she's super busy today. Congratulations, Eileen. Looks absolutely fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm deeply grateful to Evan. He's put a wonderful, wonderful show on. I'm really pleased. It's gorgeous. How long since the last one here? Is it two years, three years? This is three years, actually, yeah. Three years. And there was, but we were saying there was, there was a gouache exhibition in between? Um, there was, wasn't there, Ab, about two years yeah, ago? Yeah. There was um, I, 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 my gouache, gouache is under glass. Going round, I know I was just overhearing someone saying to you, saying, oh, there's quite a lot of Indian influence because there's elephants around the corner there, there are alligators, there are some more exotic animals, as well as your cats and the dogs. Would you say there's an Indian influence to some pictures or not? Well, perhaps. Who knows? <laughs> and it's, I, I know. Don't, I don't analyse them. I like people to, you know, have a think and, and experience they... them. Yes, and I think that's exactly what you do do. You experience yeah. them because everyone sees something different. Yeah. But I know. They bring their own stories to them. Yes, I think that's true. And Eben, again, you've been exhibiting and showing Eileen's work for what a goodly number of years? Too many years now. <laughs> 20 years next year. And how did that relationship first come about with Eileen? I just wore her down gradually. It's a war of attrition. <laughs> you must be no, a f- we're good friends now. So. And you must be a fan as well of the work. I am a big fan of her work, yeah. I- I've got three of her pieces myself. And uh, I've got to ban myself slightly from buying any more, which is difficult when I run the shop. It's, it's not difficult today because they're virtually all gone. No, I know. They're going like hotcakes. So, you know, if you're interested, you'll need to get down to... And what, do you make, for it. It, and what do you see in them? Because it is true, as Ali was just hinting at, they're, they're always, I suppose, dreamlike people sort of say. And you get six different people look at the same picture and they might see six different things. They're slightly mythical. Uh, they've got a folklore feeling uh, and they're very dreamy. Also, I find them really harmonious uh, and joyful. There seems to be an embracing of life. Uh, and between different uh, uh, people and animals. I don't know, it's just very nice, very joyous, all-encompassing. 
and just tell us a little bit about because we've been meaning to have a little chat with you about Studio 42 down here. How long have you been here now? Uh, 20 years next year. 20 somehow. years? Yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking like 10, 15, but 20 years, uh, gosh. A few more grey hairs, maybe slightly bigger around the middle, but yeah, we're still here. We survived the pandemic and we're doing okay for a small fishing village. And it's lovely to have a little, because it's a lovely light, airy space, and I suppose, again, a beautiful exhibition, as Eileen said today, beautifully set out of your works here today, Eileen, and it's just, it's nice, it's sort of, it's cosy, it's, I could say, it fits in with the village, it doesn't sort of stand out, but it's a wonderful opportunity to display some wonderful art here. I, I really strive to make it a, a friendly place, approachable, that you can just come in and talk to me about work, because at the end of the day, it's just pictures on a wall. It doesn't matter what people say or think about them. What do you think? Come and enjoy it for yourself. We don't like it to be too pretentious in here. It's compact in Beijing. There's nothing fancy about it. You just come in, have a chat and enjoy it. And is Eileen a hard taskmaster then when it comes to your paintings? Does Eileen say, look, this is how I want them? Or Yes. <laughs> Dictatorials, as things divide. <laughs> no, no, absolutely fine. All, all artists come with their own vision and my job is to try and present it to the the best level we can and it certainly is today it, it is delightful it's been busy since we've been here the last hour Eileen and it's you must be very happy with the way it's set out today oh I am it's fabulous fabulous and I love the way Evan paints the background colours to complement the paintings they do exactly that and one final question it's busy gonna let you go now but everyone always asks how did you first start getting the technique where the paint seeps out of the frame and goes over onto It happened by accident about 40 odd years ago and that, the, pe the frames become past the painting and that's what I, that's what I always do. And do the, do the actual themes just come as you say, the themes for the paintings, do they just literally come into your head before you start or as you start um, to apply paint? Basically a little bit before I start but they grow into something else. I don't know how they're going to end, really. And I think that's the magic of them. Exactly. None of us do. Listen, it's a wonderful exhibition. I'll let you crack on. Thanks ever so much for talking to us. You're I know, welcome. I know you don't really like doing it when you're busy, busy, so thanks for spending the time. Thanks, Evan. Great Thank to catch you. up with you eventually. And, uh, yes, keep it in touch, and hopefully we'll uh, come down and take a look at some more exhibitions. Pleasure. Thank you very much. It's a terrific show. If you know Arlene's work, you know what to expect magical seeping off the canvas or seeping out of the frame it's wonderful stuff if you don't know it well you're in for a treat though as i said in the piece if you're looking to own one for yourself you might be out of luck this time they were almost all sold within an hour or two of the exhibition opening there might be one or two left if you're lucky go and take a look spotlight brought to you by the isle of man arts council Well, Litfest 23 is over for another year, but believe it or not, Litfest 24 already in the planning. I caught up with one of the festival directors, Helen Jessup, and asked her, does it feel like Litfest 23 is a distant memory already? Slightly, yeah. It all sort of went past in a blur, and now it's all done and dusted, and you get that sort of, like, come down of, oh, oh, it's happened, and, you know, a year's worth of planning, gone in a week, but very, very pleased with how it's gone, and we're all sort of... Uh, really elated and yeah, keen to get on uh, organising the next one now. And that's what we were just chatting about, because, I mean, is it something which is, as we've said before, a bit like painting the fourth bridge, albeit I believe they don't paint the fourth bridge all year round these days, but, I mean, as soon as 2023 is finished, only a few weeks past, 
is already 2024 on the cards. Do you have a sort of meeting first to sort of have a, a post-mortem, as it were, of how you felt 2023 went? So we did have a meeting just uh, earlier this week and we all sort of sit around and we just discuss the events one by one, go, what worked? What didn't work? What can we improve on for next year? What can we do the same? Because it went really well. So that's already happened and uh, straight into planning. We've got the dates for next year, which we're sitting on for a little bit longer and already have two confirmed visitors, wow. there, which is, again, secret just for now. So, yeah, well, it's early doors, yes, it has to be said. So what about then how it went for this year then? Can you sort of give us a little bit of a steer on some of the things you think went really well and some of the things you think might, you know, might need a bit of tweaking or whatever the case may be? Well, obviously, we did have a few sort of uh, struggles with mm. uh, a couple of visitors, one who cancelled before the festival and then another who uh, the day before she was due to fly over ended up in hospital. So, you know, you can't foresee all of the circumstances. And obviously it would be great to be able to change that for next year. But you can't, you know, you just can't know what's going to happen. But in general terms, we're thrilled with how it went. We had six sold out events. You know, we've we've done brilliantly, I think, this year. The committee worked really, really hard. They've been absolutely fantastic. They're taking a well-earned break now. But... Yeah, loads of things just went super. We had loads and loads of really good feedback. I've got around eight pages of um, size 10 writing of feedback that people have written in and said how much they've enjoyed. And so the quiz was sold out. Writer's Day was sold out. The storytelling workshop sold out. Coasting with Elise, the last event sold out. You know, everything just sort of fell into place. And again, you know... We, we can't say more than that. People enjoyed it. You know, they just, bought the tickets, they came along and they said nice things. You know. And do you think the audience is is changing? Do you think you have a different audience now or a, a sort of an evolving audience compared to a few years back? So there's always um, a few familiar faces that we see coming along who have been coming along for the last few years. But there's definitely, you know, some fresh blood coming into the audience. There's some younger people, and that's really, really good as well. Um, we've had a few people come along this year who have said, oh, you know, four or five years ago, we um, were at school and an author came in, sent by Manx Lit Fest and spoke to us, and, and I've been really interested in, in writing ever since. And now they're coming along to Writer's Day and taking part in workshops, and, and that's really, really fantastic that that people have been influenced when they were younger and then coming along a sort of paying audience when they're older. And what about the, because we were talking before the event, you were saying there were events like the, the tie-in with Fenodri and the sort of the talking about spirits and such like, and this whole specialist market, I suppose, of writing about food and drink. It's a massive market in many ways. Is that something which you think can be grown? Oh, we'd love to do uh, another event like that, maybe with a food writer next because it is, and if we can build that in with, you know, a local producer as well, that's that's really, really good for us and them to build a relationship there of, of two Manx organisations. So we are very keen to do that. Unfortunately, this year, the wind and the rain and the gale force uh, and all of the trees coming down worked against us on that on that event. And we ended up with a smaller audience than, than we expected. Um, it's just some people had bought tickets and then just couldn't make it because the police very uh, 
very unkindly said, only go out if it's important. Oh, it, it, yeah, and again, it's just one of those nightmares, isn't it? As you say, just as it is with people having health problems, the sort of like there's only so much you can do to protect against these things, but it's like organising a TT, isn't it? You can put everything into place, but if the weather is doesn't play ball, then there's not a great deal you can do, really. Absolutely. There's only so much we can we can plan for, and unfortunately, acts of God is not one of them. <laughs> not yet, in any case. Uh, poetry, always, like I said, a big thing on the Isle of Man. It's still a good market for that? Massively. The poetry event, um, that's probably the one we've had the most positive feedback about this year. And the whole atmosphere of it was just brilliant. It, we had Jay Hume, who was um, the compere, and he just kept everyone um, like included in everything. Everyone felt like they were part of something, even if they were just there to watch. All of the performers felt um, encouraged. He had such lovely things to say about everybody, kept um, the enthusiasm high lots of drum rolls and applauses and it was it was just a really really brilliant night and one of the best pieces of feedback we've had from that is um over and over people saying how inclusive it felt how welcoming it felt we had you know a, a good scotch of people attend to perform who had never done any uh performing of their poetry before and they'd said it was really nice to step out of their comfort zone but mm -hmm. in an environment where they you know felt that they could do that and there wasn't going to be, you know, any embarrassment or anything because everyone's poetry was so different that it, you know, it didn't matter if one person sort of felt like, oh, this is maybe something that is a bit darker or this one's a bit more upsetting or this one's a funny one. It was a real big mix and, and we're really, really pleased with how it went because we weren't quite sure with the new style poetry event how it would go and having the poetry on display as well sort of led um, a lot of people to go and look up local poets as well and find their work and, and speak to them about it so it's, it was just a really really wonderful event that we're really really pleased with and that's definitely something we're going to look to try and continue to do over the next uh, the next few lit fests so plenty of good positive feedback anything you're thinking you know what we could it was sort of this was good but we could we could tweak it maybe a little bit better i i mean we would always like to get more young people and schools involved. I think that's that's our big aim, is to try and get into more schools and get out to more young people than we um, have done previously. And that, a lot of that is about building relationships with the schools and with the department. And um, everything has sort of slowed down a bit since COVID, building mm. back up after those two years off. Um, so we have lost a few relationships, and that's the real aim, is to build up relationships again with various Manx departments and businesses and hopefully just uh, just build on what we've done this year. And as you've suggested at the beginning there, already the work is, is underway for 2024. Yeah, it never stops. Oh. I think you just have that such a big adrenaline rush afterwards that immediately I was like, right, that was amazing. Okay, what? who can we get for next year? And started sending the emails out while, you know, while you're still riding that high. Because give it a couple of weeks, I'm going to be exhausted <laughs> and I'm no longer going to be riding the high quite as much and I'm not going to want to send out, you know, 30 emails a week anymore. So, you know, strike while the iron's hot. Absolutely. And, and just finally then, any personal highlights for you? I know from what you're saying, and obviously you're involved in everything, but is there anything you've just you as a, you know, yourself really, really enjoyed? I, I, I always enjoy getting to meet 
you know the people that we bring across you know it's always such a privilege to be able to you know get to speak to people who are working in the industry and have um, a really good grasp on what they're doing and can share all their wisdom but speaking to people who are on the Isle of Man writing creating and and building up a community of people that's that's the most important thing I think and that's what I enjoy over writers day getting to talk to these people and they're going well I started writing a couple of years ago when I retired and now I've you know I'm going to try and write all these children's books or you know I've decided I found out that my grandfather fought at um such and such a battle and I want to find out more about him and write a biography and things like that that's that's where sort of the magic happens is this community of creatives and writery people coming together and uh, getting to meet one another the work goes on as they say no doubt litfest 24 will be here before we know it finally this week sharpen your pencils garner your best poetic thoughts the poetry trail is back a wonderful thing to behold and now's the time to get writing chair of Alaman poetry society bethany de lee runciman told me more the Poetry Trail is on, well, it, it, the, it's open for entries now, but it's going to run in, in fe- February 2024. Um, it's going to be the 10th Poetry Trail that's been done. Wow. Um, the first two were done by Ruth Baxendale, who was the previous chairperson of the Poetry Society, and I took it on in 2015. Um, so we've done now, now 10 of them. Um, it's a poetry competition. That, that, that's all, all it is, really. Um so the uh, closing date for entries is the 1st of December um, and I just need people to write a poem that is 25 lines or less um, the less being better because it has to fit onto an A4 page um, uh, to be on, on display so um, it has to fit comfortably on the page so I'm looking for uh, any poems, again um, the theme can be anything but be mindful it, it is going to go on public display so um and yeah, so um, a short poem, um, closing date, 1st of December. What happens then is um, we have two judges who are, uh, are going to um, uh, judge for 10 winning poems, uh, Ruth um, uh, Ruth Baxendale and Muriel Garland. And um, they will uh, let me know the winners by about Christmas time on the 3rd of February next year we will launch the 10th Isle of Man Poetry Trail so we have a a do at uh, St George's Church in Douglas where the poets read out their winning poems and and we also have more poems as well from people Um, and then a week later 10th of February the poems will be up in uh, Douglas um, for a month. Um, I'm I'm just using 10 poems this year, so I'm not going to Ramsey or Port Aaron. Uh, we're just concentrating on the, well, mainly the high street in Douglas and the sea terminal. I've got a couple of new places who would like to be involved um, and display a poem as well. Um, all the poems get listed in the little trail guide um, that um, you can pick up from the Douglas Library, and um, that will guide you around the trail, and you can see which poets and poems are on. Um, I have to say a big thank you to uh, Tony Garland because he has designed all the poems um, in, in, onto the posters and they look absolutely fantastic. Um, they're all bright yellow so they're easily visible. Um, Tony's been working with us for 10 years I think so, um, so, so it's really good of him to do this. Um, 
And it always looks, that you're right, they always look very eye-catching, very uh, mm. very lovely. It's terrific fun. The poems themselves, as you say, it, it doesn't have to be about the Isle of Man or about Douglas. It doesn't have to be serious or funny. It can be pretty much anything, so long as it fits those parameters. Yes, yes, that's fine, yeah. It's really the length, because I, I have some lovely poems sent to me each year, which are like two pages long, and, and obviously we can't, can't, uh, it's just too long. But um, uh, we've had, I mean, we've had poems about every Everything I think um, from the Isle of Man, the, the, even a poem about dog poo once, we, which didn't win. <laughs> um, shame, shame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so come here. Uh, it doesn't have to rhyme. It can rhyme. Um, so um, yes, um, the the judges are looking for eye-catching poems that inspire you or uh, are very enjoyable to read. Um, um, that sort of thing. That um, um, because people walking along uh, the high street and um, it needs to be something that will, oh, I'll have a read of this and, and we'll go and read it. Yeah. And do you normally get a good breadth of poetry sent in from, I mean, are there sort of regulars or do you get some new faces coming in to, for the Poetry Trail? We have our regulars um, and they're really good, but we do have um, new people coming in um, uh, and and um, I, I mean, I encourage them. The poems are judged anonymously, um, so I will assign a number and a letter to poems, so the judges don't know who's written what. Um, sometimes the judges may be able to see. Uh, oh, I think that's from that poem, poets, but um, usually they can't. And um, I, I encourage all all new poets, um, as long as you're 18 years or over, um, to to enter. The entry forms, I'm going to leave entry forms in libraries around the um, island. Um, I also have a, an email address, um, poetry at, at manxcat.org.uk, uh, and that, uh, if you email me, I will send out um, uh, uh, entry forms. And is there a charge for, for entering, for putting yeah, your entry in? Yeah, there is, £4 per poem. Um, we have the support of Manxlottery Trust, mm -hmm. um, but it's still good to get a, have a, some money in the pot, really, um, to cover expenses like printing. Yeah. Of course, because it is an expensive business these days. Mm -hmm. It's terrific fun. It's lovely to see it back again after a year off. And I think well, I think you deserve a year off because you're all, you're always busy doing something. You never see never seem to have a quiet moment because whenever I see you, you you're involved yeah. with something, busy with something. Terrific to see it back again. Great fun. It's lovely to see the poems up. A great way to, as you say, particularly if you haven't written much before, get mm. it out there and. Uh, mm the joy of seeing it up in a, in a public place for other people to read yeah. is wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, um, we have a, a poetry um, pop-in um, session once a month at the Archibald Knox pub um, and um, we're in the meeting room and people bring their poems and we have a lovely e evening where people read their poem out and we always have positive critique um, and, uh, and just talk about the world as well in general. Um, so that's a good way for new poets, if you're not sure about your poems or you're not sure that you want to go to an open mic um, come and, and join us um, on a Sunday evening um, it's usually the third Sunday in the month and um, uh, come along and um, enjoy just some poetry with some really nice poets. And I know the Poetry Society are great believe in this, poetry is for all it's not mm. just for people who are academics or well versed in English literature it can be for mm. everyone and should be for everyone It, it is, there's no rules in poetry you can't there's not a wrong poem and a right poem it, it comes from your heart it's it's how you feel
feel and everybody's different and um, which is the joy of actually the poetry trail because you just get so many different poems just give us that closing date again though so people can uh, put the, it in the diaries yeah it's friday 1st of december if you want to enter um send an email to poetry at manxcat.org.uk that's all in lower letters um i can be contacted by phone as well if you want to text um for eight one seven nine two what are you waiting for get writing now that's about it for this week don't forget if you want to hear anything again go to manxradio.com download the spotlight podcast listen where and when you want why not try it whilst bobbing apples just make sure your earbuds are waterproof See you next week when we'll be hearing all about Crucible, a wonderful new exhibition. Until then, look after yourselves and whatever you're doing, be creative about it. Cheerio. Cheerio.